This is the Give Me Some Options podcast with Sean McLaughlin. Hello, everybody. It's Wednesday, June 7th. 2017. I've been away from you for a little while. Uh, I've been in the middle of moving. We moved from our house in Boulder County uh, to a new house closer to the mountains, actually in the mountains here in Colorado. A beautiful little town named Lyons, Colorado, if anyone's ever been through it. If you've ever driven to Rocky Mountain National Park, chances are you've driven through our humble little town to get there. Anyway, so that's been keeping me quite busy for the past week or so. And uh, this, is my, this is my first communication from my new office. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the, the audio levels uh, that there's probably, you're probably noticing a little bit more echo here. I'm going to see if I can get that addressed. I might have to move my recordings down into the basement where uh, it's a lot more carpeted and a lot more confined for audio purposes. So it's all new, the new vibe here. I can see mountains out of all my windows. It's just beautiful and I'm hoping uh, the new environment will translate well into good trading. I mean, that's that's what we all hope for, right? Well, hey, it's been, uh, trading-wise, it's been uh, a frustrating couple of weeks for me. Um, you know, as the markets continue to rise, the volatility continues to be non-existent. Uh, it just makes it harder and harder for defined risk trades like the ones I put on to make money. The markets uh, keep moving up and my portfolio is taking on directional risk. Uh, I'm leaning short due to the one-way move in the markets. And the money I'm paying in protection to define my risk in my trades, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's starting to feel like money thrown away in a lot of ways. And this won't be a new topic uh, here, but, uh, you know, one thing that I'm concerned of and anyone's concerned of if you're a a premium seller is, you know, what's going to happen when volatility returns? If you've got a portfolio full of positions like I do, I've got 70 some odd positions on right now. Uh, They're all fine for for right now. But if volatility were to explode uh, system wide, market wide, uh, it could get really challenging really quickly for all these positions or a majority of these positions to work out. And that's, uh, you know, that's something I've been dealing with and we've talked about many times. And look, there's no, I haven't arrived at a perfect solution. If somebody does have a great answer for it, uh, please, please share it with me. Uh, but, uh, you know, with this low volatility environment and, and the concerns about volatility exploding, I mean, it's gotten me thinking about ways to reduce risk. How can I have less of my capital exposed in the market. And, uh, you know, just had a chat with a good friend of mine uh, last night or recently, and, and, and he really kind of put some bugs in my ear about, you know, maybe the way to do that is to just focus on trading earnings plays. Quick one day in and out, really uh, 15 minutes of market exposure risk, really, if you put these trades on at the end, at the close one day and and then the earnings event happens either either that evening or the morning before the market opens again. And then you close that trade first thing in the morning. You're really only exposed to market risk for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, really, if you think about it. Now, that doesn't mean you won't be exposed to the risk in that stock. I mean, there's definitely lots of risk involved around an earnings event for sure. 
But one thing you can count on is that you will be finding high implied volatility, juicy premiums in those options. And one way or another, that tra trade can resolve itself very quickly. Now, if the trade's not working out right away, uh, there is a decision to be made. Do you just close it and move on? Or do you work to repair it, buy yourself some more time, roll it out? Uh, that's up for debate right now. Uh, but I'm starting to think I want to wade into uh, some earnings plays, some, some overnight plays. Do it with strangles. That's naked options, naked call, naked put. And uh, if, it's a, if it's a winner, you take it off right away, first thing in the morning. If it's a loser, uh, you work with it. Maybe roll down the winning side, the uncontested side. Maybe roll it out to the next week or next month to buy yourself some more time. I'm thinking that's the way I want to approach it. I don't think I want to just eat a loss right away. Now, I think uh, the, the way you have to do it is you, you have to have an uncle point. And uh, for me, it seems uh, the, the uncle point that makes the most sense is, look, if the, if the position gets down or my open P&L is more than double the credit that I received on the trade, uh, that's probably where uh, you, you got to throw in the towel. So let's say you put a trade on, you collected $300. Let's say it's a one lot. You collected $300 for the trade. If it'll cost me more than $900 to close that trade, which means that's a $600 loss, which is double the credit I took in, that's where uh, I think I'm going to have to need to take it off. I mean, because that's where, that's where a big loss becomes an even bigger monster loss. And that's a game you don't want to be in. Now, do I expect that to happen? Yes, I do expect that to happen. Will it happen often? I don't think so. I hope not. But am I willing to trade individual stock risk, trade that for having a portfolio of 80 plus stocks exposed to market risk if we were to have a volatility explosion system-wide? I think that might be a good trade. The occasional big loss on one small position Feels to me like that might be a lot better than a portfolio crushing when volatility screams. I mean, look, and that's what it comes down to. People I've been talking to, I've been talking to prop trading firms, private investors, people from the trading world uh, about the kind of trading I do. And, and the one thing that gives every one of them pause is, well, what happens when volatility explodes? And since I don't have a good answer for that, so maybe the answer is, take that out of the equation. Maybe avoid that dance altogether. There's still going to be plenty of opportunity for volatility crush in earnings plays. Now, we're not in the heart of earnings season right now, so there's not going to be a whole lot. And maybe during this time, I'll just be a little bit more creative and, and uh, be a little bit more picky with other positions I want to put on that don't have earnings. Focusing on the stocks that have high implied volatility right now, as, as we've been doing. But look, I think it's time for some tinkering because the last three weeks have been tough, man. And uh, I've given back a lot of profits for the year. And that's a very frustrating feeling. Like you, you want to have a system that's robust. You want to have a system that's going to survive through various market events, various types of markets. And look, this is a unique market right now. I get that. But the lessons learned during a tough market need to be heated. They need to be factored in, they need to be planned for, and built into any new strategies you come up with. And you know, just kind of a, a late aside uh, to 
trading earnings plays. You know, another frustration I've been having lately uh, managing a book of 80 positions is, man, you get a lot more assignments than you would expect of short, short options getting assigned against you, sometimes for reasons that you can't even understand. But I've, I've had a lot of assignments and, and, and I've had to pay us a number of dividends. And, you know, that's not, these, none of these things are the end of the world, but they're just hassles and they add up. And nobody wants hassles. We want trading to be simple. So maybe getting into earnings plays and making that my focus, you know, the quick hits, maybe that's the way to go. You have less capital at risk overall. You trade less, therefore less commissions. And if I'm doing them with naked strangles, that gives me more edge than an iron fly or an iron condor that has long options that uh, I expect to lose money on. Anyway, that's enough of my ramblings today. Uh, again, uh, happy to be back with you. Sorry, it's been uh, a long layoff. Uh, as I said, uh, just just finished moving, although the move is not finished. Uh, my house is still in shambles, boxes and furniture everywhere, not where it needs to be just yet. Uh, that's a work in progress. Uh, our fridge is empty. Wife and kid are out shopping right now. Man, I'm sure every one of you has moved at one time or another, and you can all agree with me, moving sucks. We're very happy in our new place. I love the views out the windows of my office. I'm looking at mountains right now as I talk to you. But man, the act of moving, the process of moving totally, totally sucks. Anyway, I'll be back with you soon, and thanks for listening. Again, I'm Sean McLaughlin. You can find me on Twitter and StockTwits, at ChicagoSean. And if you'd like to shoot me an email, chat about strategy, chat about whatever, hit me up. Give me some options at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.